Growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hey furries, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. Hi, Kara. And we're fucking thriving today. I feel like we've been like down in the dumps the last couple of pods and I'm in the clouds today. Yeah, you are. And you're literally in the clouds. I'm literally in the clouds from the background of my child, my child's uh, um, <laughs> wall. There's clouds in, in behind me, so I'm literally in the clouds right now too. But I know Amanda's in the clouds because I accidentally saw the cloud floating behind her when she signed on. I'm I'm dating someone and when I uh, and he's very nice and when I <laughs> turned into the Zoom, Kara went <gasps> and ima- like just imagine for a second that I didn't know he was there, like that I'm not dating someone. I'm just getting home invaded right behind me. Yes, I was like, oh. Oh, I hope you know. And of course, that he, there. he can't hear me because I'm in your mic in your in your earphones. Yeah. But I'm still I'm still mouthing what I see rather than saying it because I'm afraid he's going to hear me, even though clearly you're wearing <laughs> headphones. So you were emoting. It was nice that you guys got to meet. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I like it. It's I look. Life is so exciting. Yeah. And Carol, what's your hair story? So my hair story is something I learned on TikTok today. Um, oh my god, you're already upset. Um, it's called blushing, lip blushing. Have you heard of this? No, tell me. It more. is a type of like uh, tattoo that they put on your lip, but it's like it's like shading your. It's actually shading your lips. So it takes like three days where they they put color on, like just to make your lips pop a little bit more. Not like lipstick. It's kind of like tattooing lipstick on, but it's not. They call it lip blushing, and it just changes the tint of your lips. So, I, I, this girl is doing, is doing like a montage saying, first day of getting lip blushing, and her lips look huge. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then the second day, they're like, it's, it, it, it's a little pilly. And then third day, they're like, and this is what it looks like. And it looks like she's not, looks like she's wearing makeup, but not really wearing makeup. But her lips look really good, and she's not, not wearing makeup, and she just looks like it popped. Like, it, it just pops from her face a little bit. And I was like, ooh, interesting. Lip blushing. And then how long is it supposed to last? A year. Whoa, yeah. that's pretty good. Year or two, because it's like it's like a slight tattoo, which I was like, okay. Um, I don't know. It made her lips. It, it kind of defined her lips a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting like a lip injections, you can get that and kind of give yourself a little bit more dimension. I don't know. I, I like the idea of low maintenance. Like you do it once, and then you don't have to think about it again yeah. for a year. Yeah. Like you can put lipstick on top of it if you exactly. want. Exactly, you can. That's cool. I really like that. So I'm looking into that. I probably won't do it, but I'm looking into it. I'm looking into it. It's, it's important to check things yeah. out. Um, so my hair story this week, I'm about to move, as I've talked about on this podcast, ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. But like now I'm, I'm finally confronted with my things. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, extends to hair care products, bath stuff. My shower is such that I cannot shower without smacking something off of a shelf and into the shower. Uh And so now I'm like, I have to use up all this stuff or throw it away. Because moving across the country is so expensive, it's actually uh, mind boggling. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm like having to pick and choose and also saying, well, do I take my giant bottles of shampoo on the plane? Do I go without them for a month while they're with the movers? Do I trust the movers not to crack them open and use my fancy conditioner? No, of course not. Anybody would want to use that conditioner. What I think you should do, Amanda, 
I'm going to give you some t- tips because I've done this never. Um, it's just I'll take the tips. Just take just get a little travel size uh, to go thing to go. Is that anything? A to go? A to go. <laughs> get a shampoo to go. <laughs> and just pump the stuff, the good stuff into the small, the small little to go cup. And then you don't have to worry about all that stuff. And then just sip it the whole way. Yeah, there. there you go. Mm hmm. A little mm-hmm. roadie. That's really good advice, yeah. actually. That's incredibly good advice. Thank you for giving it yeah. to me. I need, at this point, I'm like, I'm like out of my mind. Like, I, I need imagine. somebody to sit me down every day and be like, now you need to do this. I got rid of half my books. And by got rid of, I mean put them on the floor. Okay. And was like, okay, well, I'm not going to bring these books. I don't know where they're going to go yet. Just, do but. you have those little libraries on your, on your, oh, you probably don't. They have little, um. I wish we don't have those. Yeah. And I have a lot of really good books. Dang. Eligible, Prep. Mm. Those are two books by Curtis Sittenfeld, who is a woman. Oh. Um, I've got, oh God, I've got so many good books and music books, all kinds of stuff. There is, I, I'm, I, I'm figuring out a place to take them because these books should be read. They're great. Um. And who knows, maybe next week I'll have an even more dramatic hair story that's not about moving. I can't wait. But maybe it will still be about moving. Well, I mean, that's your whole life right now. You're going to come. It's, it is. I'm excited when you come here to L.A. and see how your hair changes when it's here. Not so much humidity. With the water being different. Uh-huh. And the humidity and the not here. Humidity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did visit pretty recently yeah. and my hair looked really it good. It did. It looked really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. It stayed straight. Mm-hmm. Um, Furries, we have a special treat today. We're taking a little break from our Sheer Genius Watch to have a very special guest on. She is an executive producer on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. She is now working on season three of Mike Kelton's Beyond. Uh, So if you're not familiar with that, check out seasons one and two. They're honestly incredible. I'm a huge fan. Please, whatever you're doing, if you've got to-go cups of shampoo in your hair, put them down. (laughs) If you are texting somebody, why are you texting and listening to a podcast? Give us your full attention. Treat yourself to a little bit of serenity now. If you are reapplying makeup because you tore one of your nails while you were riding the bus, put that down because you're going to need to put your hands together for the fabulous, the inimitable Tracy Hi, Tracy. Thanks for joining us on Growing Out the Pod. How are you? I am good. Good. Okay. Okay. Hesitant, good, good, good. But good. Hesitant, good. Okay. Yeah, no, because I was like, did I talk over you while you were talking? And then in my head, I was like, this is why I can't be on podcasts. You understand that? <laughs> so I don't go on. I do. Anymore. You got to put your producer hat aside and know that this podcast is not nearly as professional as any of the ones that you produce. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. It's really not. We try and we pretend we are, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. We I try. Really, we try yes. as hard as we can. You're honestly. Look at your microphone setups. You're already, you're already like doing it. I'm telling you. You're already ahead that of the game. That means a lot. <laughs> that's, we, all we want to do is be at the game, so that's great. Yeah, yes. we're there. <laughs> we're there. We're eating popcorn. This is ahead of the game. Yes. This is, okay. I'm telling you it's ahead of the game. Um, I wish I'd gotten the black tank top memo from the two of yeah. you. You're looking very chic. Mine says very fun. Bondi. Bondi Beach. Oh, oh, I studied God. abroad in Australia. Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. I went there last so. Last year. Nope, just kidding. 2019. I went there then. Um, that's, I think of that as last year. Last I'm year. not really, I'm not taking on 2020. Yeah. Personally. No. No. 2020 no. Some good stuff happened. Some bad stuff happened. I'm not taking it on as a year. Right. <laughs> Agreed. 
And that what's what why that's a mind fuck is because your body is taking it on as a year, but you're not. So it's like we are technically older. I'm gonna just no. I'm gonna I'm just gonna pretend that that's not true. That's just not true. I'm doing a lot of exfoliating and a lot of yoga, and I think my body and I are gonna be unified in that mm, way. Yeah, mm. yeah. My my I keep having this moment where I'm like, oh, I'm two years older from when that or whatever it is. Like I'm like, oh, whoa. Uh, that yeah. that's the thing that freaks me out. Not to scare everyone. What a Debbie D. You know, my Facebook <laughs> flashbacks sort of fuck is always making me a Debbie Day. I'm always like, oh, remember mm. then? Remember when I, like, didn't think that shirt looked cute and it looked really good? I looked how good I looked back then. And I was oh. so upset with myself. I looked so good back then. I, whenever I think that, I think, so think how good you must look now. Yeah. And that's correct. Because, like, we're so lucky. We're lucky to have that perspective, right? Yes. And that's correct. That's the beauty of being in your 30s. Yes. Yes. You Lately, right. I have been so I'm about to leave the city. I'm three weeks from. I know it's. She's I'm coming, very sad. She's coming to me. <laughs> I'm coming to Kara. I spent the morning getting my clothes to a textile donation place because, like, I don't think Goodwill is actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> my apartment's a little cleaner or a little at least emptier right now. Um, but like, I keep running into like this whole week. I've been running into like young women who are the age I was when I moved here and it's like so weird like this I was like waiting for the bus and this it's I don't know if it's rude to call her a girl but she was 21 this 21 year old girl was like you can't wait for the bus there after 11 30 the bus the express bus doesn't run you have to like ride this other bus so she took me to the bus stop and we talked and I was just like she is a baby (laughs) like she's so sweet and so kind but a child and like you know, I was like, someday you'll be where I am. And I surely where was exactly where you are. And so I didn't say that to her. I think that would be annoying to say to <laughs> yeah. To a stranger, it's like, hey, take this bus through. I one day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're a baby. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cosmic, though, to me. It feels very, um, it feels very satisfactory. You know, like if I were, if, let's say that I write a movie about my experience in New York, which what a great ending for a two year pandemic. Um, but, <laughs> but like I would definitely, if I were to write a movie about somebody's life in New York, I would definitely have them run into like little teen versions of themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's really good. At the end, you know? Wow. I know. I, I feel like coming out of pandemic and also being, you know, super pregnant and then having a child. I feel like I was spit. I went to a birthday party yesterday, a Vax birthday party, mm-hmm. and um, I felt so weird. I was like, I don't know if my clothes look. First of all, I can't fit into things I really want to fit into, but I don't have anything that's in style now. Like I have nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely What's, nothing. What is in style now? There's different, what is in style? different types what is of the style. There's like this like matchy um, shorts and pants combo, like a very textile. Yes. Like that's so in now. Like baggy pants, not the. Not and Kara is saying baggy. I'm just going to translate for her. <laughs> that Midwestern okay. came in out of me. I'm so sorry every about now that. and again, the wow. Minnesota Thank jumps you. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> screaming out. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the one word I have a really hard time with. That's just, that's baggy. the word, baggy. Um, baggy. And like, I'm, I have all like tight jeggings and shit. Like, I don't know. I'm not cool. Just, so I've been wearing maternity, I've been wearing like spandex maternity, like, yoga pants still good I was a baby three months ago I know but yeah I, and I gotta but congrats I gotta by the way thank you she's adorable and I love her to death 
Um, Wait, I feel like, Tracy, you were about to give us wisdom. Oh, yeah. No, I just think that, do we know what's happening? You, uh, not, that, not that I think that there's going to be any political will to put anybody in a lockdown ever again. Mm-mm. But you could go, you could, everything, you, okay, you know, I know you're in L.A., so the, so the weather is uh, different in its own beast. But it's like here, it's like, oh, well, it's going to be cold. Goodbye. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. What am I buying clothes for? For who? Mm-hmm. For who? For me, maybe, sure. But who am I seeing? To, to update a wardrobe? Yeah. Now? Certainly not pants. Maybe tops. Yeah, I know. Maybe tops. There's a benefit to that because you will be, will be Zooming again. I think in absolutely no time we will be back to all of that stuff. I mean, I get, you want to feel good about yourself. That's a whole – I get that. That to me mm-hmm. is do, do what you got to do. But, but for me, I keep being like, I want clothes. And then I'm like – but why? But I know. What? That's how I, I mean, that's how I feel. Like, I'm going to buy clothes, but why? First of all, like, I don't fit anything. I'm not, I don't know what I'm going to fit into. Who knows my body's going right. to And then also, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm a fucking mom. <laughs> I have a baby attached to my tit all the time. So, like, what am I going to do? Just that's cut the holes out of your shirt. Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> Regina George. <laughs> yeah. Regina George, you have to, Kara. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, I will that's also it. say, as somebody who just took easily... 30 pounds of clothes uh, Mm -hmm. downtown. Every time I do that, I'm like, don't buy clothes. You don't need clothes. But then I need them here. You know, I don't need them. But right here, I do need them. Yeah. Mm. I think everyone has their own little vices. I am not good. I have come to terms, especially moving into a nicer apartment with my uh, partner who I've been with for a very long time. I've come to terms with the fact that like I am not good at this and I know I, I've never been good at it. Like I'm not great at clothes and I'm not good at design and I just can't. And like I'm good. There's things I'm good at and it's not going to be this. I also I'm also from New York so I'm very clo- I live very close to my sister and my parents. So I just have gotten hand-me-downs my whole life or I've gone in the attic and literally my mom has kept clothes and they've just cycled and become cool again. Yeah. And here we are and I can fit in some. And so I'm like, I'm wearing, yeah, where'd I get this? I don't know. My mother bought it in 1982 and I went in the attic. Like, I can't, I can't have this. I just can't, I'm like, I just can't do it. I want to be, I want to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm watching this, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Motel Makeover or something on Netflix. It's like a new one where mm. they're, this, these two women bought a motel and they're fixing it up, but they're, they're not, they've renovated it completely and like they know exactly how to design a coffee table, like what you're supposed to do for the space of a coffee table and like what you put in a corner to make it look. I'm just like, holy shit, this is a whole part of my brain that just doesn't work. Like, I have no f- taste in design and clothes either. Like, I go, like, okay, well, that's what's at Marshall's. Cool, 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 cool. That, thinks it's, that's, that works. <laughs> that yeah. I can make it pull off. It's, it shrinks the second I put it, start cleaning it. But, like, it works for the second. Um, but I have no, no I idea. have no, I don't, I don't buy anything expensive. Clo- I don't have any expensive clothes. I don't have any expensive shoes. So, like, I, because I, I'm like, I don't know how to wear it. <laughs> but you could, I, okay, I will say, first of all, both of you are stunning gorgeous beauties you always look very nice when I see oh, you thank you so, so much you're not it's not like you're walking around right. like I don't the Confused. furries need to understand we're not wearing yeah. our furries need to understand <laughs> you figured it out for yourself yes, right in terms of like doing what the Hadids are doing we can't we shouldn't Mm-mm. we don't have the budget we don't have the um the mom who is giving us a true fucked up relationship with food the way that oh, Yolanda awesome. Hadid and like normally I would say allegedly but it's on cam real houses of beverly hills so mm-hmm. we can we can say it mm-hmm. if you're she would be like if you're hungry have a handful of almonds 
And that's a meal. Um, But so we can't be the Hadids. Clothes wise, I go back and forth. Sometimes I feel like I have it figured out. For LA, I bought some new fun clothes that are like brightly colored. And I was like, I'm coming in hot to LA. Yeah. I I crept into New York like a little baby and I'm coming in fucking hot to LA. And maybe that's a good strategy. We will see. Um, But design wise, in terms of like setting up a home, I do feel like pretty. I've moved every year. Yeah. I've got it down. For like the last 10. And like, I feel like I know what I like and I know how I like it to look. And that's like incredible. that has, it's given me confidence in that way. See, that's good. I think I, you want it because you want to know what it is. I think it makes me feel not like an adult that I can't figure this out. Like it literally, it, it just does. Like I can get to a certain place kind of, but like it, it I think it, infan- I feel infantil- like it infantilizes me. Like you're supposed to like, Oh, and now you're in your thirties and now you've done this and now you've got, Oh, okay. And the house is supposed to look like, and I'm mm-hmm. like, honey, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm very, and like, all the burden always falls on the woman. If the home is beautifully decorated, the woman did a great job. If the home is whatever it all, nobody is ever like, wow, gentlemen, your home. What a beautiful decorating job. you yeah. Yes. I, I will say I'm, I'm lucky that I am with a uh, cis heterosexual male and he <laughs> does have an eye for that, like, <gasps> but not, but like an eye for like what he thinks, but our design doesn't always like mm-hmm. match. match. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. But he like, is a like a videographer and was a painter and so he has like some eye that it helps a bit but we're both messy and it's not good <laughs> anyways if you're both messy about. though that's beautiful i'm like to help me design my home same level <laughs> honestly that is the perfect premise for a podcast a visual oh, redesign show that is a podcast <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yep. We'll be branching off into that, actually. Um, but the premise of the podcast is your is like hair, which you know, and the furries know because we call them we call them furries. They know what's up. Um, so mm-hmm. we often ask our guests what your hair story is, tip to toe, what you do with your hair, what you don't mm-hmm. do with it, like what you are taking on, what you are not taking on. Like some people are not taking on those pitsies. They're leaving them how they are. Right. You know, some people want to laser off their toe hair. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, and I raised my hand for as you can't see, but as we all know, I have had my toe hair lasered off. So <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, thank you. What I will say is, and what's interesting is I have this little notebook. So when I was at home for Rosh Hashanah, uh, the Jewish New Year this week. um, Happy New Year. Thank you very much. I was going through. um, Thank you. Thank you. um, This uh, this was uh, like a class diary. So my fifth grade teacher had asked us questions each morning and we had to answer it. And I was going through. And honestly, I'm kind of the same person, which is wild to read. But. Um, I'm just like an adult version of this little girl, which is how it goes, but it is kind of crazy to read. But it says, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would you change? And I wrote, I would change my hair to straight. (gasps) Literally, I wrote that. So like, I think growing up, which is funny because I don't think it was in my home. Like my bubby would always see my curly hair with no product. My grandmother would always see my curly hair with no product and be like, leave it leave it down we love it like there was it wasn't like a um 
I don't think it was in the home, but I think society and especially uh, growing up as like a Easter, an Ashkenazi Jew, an Eastern, you know, from descendants of Eastern European Jews, um, the, the, that aesthetic was not revered like in media. So, like, I think the nose of it all, the hair of it all, that mm-hmm. is what was um, kind of always present, even if it wasn't in my direct home. And so, like, I don't... And also, you know, curly hair, uh, it comes with a manual that that is not, mm-hmm. at least when I was younger and at least in my community, was not readily available. And so you just felt like you had a, like it was just like frizzy and you didn't know how to manage it. And I'm extremely low maintenance design every which way. So it would always just end up in a bun. And every year I'd go to school and be like, it's a different year. It's a different year. We're going to look pretty this year, Tracy. And then I'd be like, I don't, I don't have the patience for this. And like, I would go to, uh, I went to a Jewish sleepaway camp and like, gals would come and they would literally come with a Japanese straightened you know that was like a chemical process oh yeah I don't know if it was a different term but like that was a chemical process they would come with full strained hair and by the end of two months the curls would be literally growing out yeah like the roots roots the roots roots look so right and then add on to it that and I'm not even my father is extremely hairy but my mother is not and so I definitely got some of his thicker hair, but add on to it the hairiness aspect of um, growing up as a wo- as a woman, like as a woman, and then being like, okay, my body hair now too. So body hair then to add to the mm-hmm. like, I think out of everything, the thing that I I have a like. You know, there's like a few things that, you know, everyone has body. Everyone has their own body image issues. But mine was really like for a long time. One of my top was my body hair. And I wish I went to a hippie college in literally New Paltz, two exits, state college in here in New York, two exits away from Woodstock, known for being like hippie, very hippie dippy. And. I was a woman's studies minor. Like, I wish I got... I wanted to feel comfortable growing out my body hair. I've tried. I literally have tried. And I get to a certain level, and I can't get past, like, going out and visibly doing it. So I've just gotten to a place where I'm like, we can't win them all. We can't undo all the Patreon. I just can't. I don't have the time. It's inside us. (laughs) It's inside us. I mean, I... I grew up very hairy as well, like boys calling out my beard on the school bus, etc. Mm. And it's like you just feel like I'm never going to feel feminine. Like I'm never going to feel and I want to feel feminine. Like that's something that I want to feel and it feels like it's literally impossible. And then you add on that like straight curly hair element. I used to I used to blow my hair out. I'm oh god, imagine the biggest quotes in the world around that, but I used to Blow dry my hair straight, straighten it, and it would just look like absolute total dog shit. Like, Mm -hmm. it looked so... Mm -hmm. Like, now when I straighten it, usually, like, I've figured it out a little bit. Yes. I can do it. Before, like, my mom didn't really have curly hair. My dad has it. And my dad, much like your grandmother, would always be like, I love it when it's frizzy. And I was like, 
in what world shut up <laughs> yeah 100 cool dad i'm actually not trying to impress you out of every person i want to like my hair you're at the bottom of the totem pole i, I i'm sorry i'm not like not for, i because when you said that it 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 acts it like undid a memory for me that I have a picture of something that I don't know if I'll be able to show you, which was like the epitome of, of how sad this was. Like I straightened out, I tried to straighten out my hair for my cousin's bridal shower. And it's so appalling what (laughs) was considered like how I'm like, was, is this better than curl? It can't be. Nobody. It can't be. Um, there's just so I can't find it, but there's just so much. Um, yeah. Also, like I had a I, this was just like cool and fun, but like one of my friends growing up, like literally straightened my hair with an iron, you know, yeah. like a physical eye, you know, Ugh, that's um, scary to me. How to get the roots? How'd you get the roots? You can't. I have no recollection. Ugh. Truly. Um, but I do think like like many cultures or like how hair is portrayed from for what is not the standard um or what what the standard of beauty if you will it was so internalized in a way that even when it wasn't coming from my own mother right like my my sister straightened her hair into oblivion my family members not my mother but my like you know people my age whatever and it was just kind of like what this is this is so sad for what reason like it's like I can't I can't separate it and it's like sometimes I think back to what I think has happened like but I I believe now as a 34 year old I can't separate it from the way that the cult like the cultural community that I grew up in and that how how we thought of ourselves and the standard of beauty that was placed on us either in the community or outside of the community, right? Like the frumpy, nerdy, frizzy hair Jew who like, you know what I'm saying? Who are like, okay, well, we're going to go like, all right. And like the hot, the hot Aryan or whatever. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, like, I, like, uh, which again is so, is, is so like, I don't know if derivatives are, but it's so dumb, but like it really did affect I mean, but also that's like it's anti-Semitism and it's in yeah, all kinds it's, of things. It's all it's not in, like it's internalized. It's dumb, but it's like not dumb to internalize it and feel those feelings. Yeah. I don't think. No, no. It's dumb that that's part of our that's world. Like the, it's dumb that it's a thing, but like we have ingrained that so much into our, our brains as as women, mm-hmm. as young girls growing up in this, you know, the nineties, like. Those low, like, the 90s remember was feminism the 90s was when feminism was happening okay <laughs> like <laughs> that well that's the other thing of i was talking to my mom about this was like every everything about the 90s which is like we did it no more racism guys <laughs> and we did it and the women they're equal it's like no nope what are you talking about like this is all oh. wrong <laughs> so it's like i feel like that was the same thing and it also just wasn't questioned because again when you're in your own I grew up in a very, uh, I grew up around a lot of Jewish people that were from, were from similar, the similar background. So a lot of Eastern European descendant, whatever. So, uh, it was very like, well, we're all just going to talk about, like, it's just like, we're like, this is all like, 
oh, this one's nose, that one's nose, this thing, this thing. You know what I'm saying? And it just comes up in a way that, like, you don't realize how bad it's affecting. (laughs) You, like, you're like, oh, God. (laughs) Um, To the point where I, I was a counselor at my camp. When I was a counselor at my camp, a little girl didn't know how to style her hair. And at that point, I was, like, 18, 19. I figured it out. Like, I used a ton of L.A. looks. Oh, mm. bless. <laughs> I used a bunch of L.A. looks into my 20s, into improv. And the are you in the curly hair support group? Do you know that one on Facebook? I'm aware of it. I'm, like, so inactive on Facebook now. And I've, like, only recently come into my curls in, like, a true embracing mm. way. So I'm, I'm at this point. Meredith Paul has, like, scream coached me through a really good process for hair. Yes, 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 <laughs> but yes. I think I could have used that group a few years ago specifically. Yeah, it's not as active anymore. But the reason it start like the reason it started, I believe, is because I was at the pit with Bridget and Glow, two two comedians. Bridget was on the pod. I was listening to yeah, and Glow Glow was too. Oh, and Glow. I well, I I only Mm -hmm. I found I I like went through I went through because I wanted to listen before I came on, and so I was listening to Bridget's um, episode and. I told them that I use LA looks and glow was like, you no, this, you can't, no, we're still doing this. We're still using glow LA looks like they were like, what, like, what you're out of your mind. Um, I, I hope I'm remembering my memory's horrible. Um, cause I can't remember if Bridget still used it or was yelling at me that I can't remember, but mm. that, that group started from this conversation. Like really? about LA looks uh. I hope I'm right imagine I like just made this all about me and I was like that's why that group started <laughs> but I'm pretty bad um I believe it I would never challenge it and if somebody else did I would fight them thank you so much but it was like as adults like I just found like LA looks and this and like Aussie mousse and rave hairspray worked for me and so that's what we're going to do when I got to uh, uh, youth group uh, I was in Jewish youth group in high school um, in college I really embraced like doing my hair and w- this I was how I went to high school like this with a bun but like events and like going to co- like I embraced it to a point that felt very good and I was voted best hair in camp oh <gasps> there you go that's twice and I had very wow long. I'm surprised you didn't open that yeah open with big, that that's a oh big deal. <laughs> Yeah, it was like it, I I had very long curly hair. It was like down to mm-hmm. here. Um, so I did I did get to a place where I was like, I am I because I can't I don't have the stamina to straighten my hair, and it's not me. The po- whole thing too is it's that's not me. I'm not gonna look. I had no interest ever since I was little, and I it's in this book literally. It says why would why, why would you want to be like everybody else? Then everybody's like everybody. That's what I wrote. Everybody's like everybody. Mm. So I was like, I don't want to be like everybody. And if all, all the Jews around me are just straightening and straightening and straightening their hair, I'm not going to do that. That's boring as hell. And it's way too much work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Like, you think about what you could have done in the hour and 20 minutes that it takes you to go from curly to straight. And it's like anything. You could have read a book, written in your diary, done a calisthenic. I don't know. Anything. <laughs> I, I just, I don't have the stamina. I don't have the patience. I can't. And I've never... I've also never dyed my hair. Um, Ooh, I've virgin, only, virgin hair. That's really great. I've only, when I was in college, I bleached the bottom. Yeah. And then I, it was red. So I did a two-tone, but my mother would yell at us, and she would go, once you start dying, you can't go back. 
to do not dye your hair. And I've toyed with it. I've been like, should I? I want to do something. And then I'm like, that also seems like a fucking pain in the ass. I don't want to sit like, in this. Yeah, it depends on what you're going to do, too. Like, I've done all of I've done. I've gotten completely blonde, but I've done a lot of them. And it does. You, like, all right. I'm going to try. I just wanted, because I wanted to try new things. Because I have. Of course. I, I had, like, st- I have straight kind of wavy hair. And it's frizzy a lot of the time. And it's, it's fine, but I have a lot of it. And uh, my sisters both are, have virgin hair, too. They have not dyed it once. And I mean, and they have like they have such dark they hair. Have dark I hair. understand it. They have really dark hair, and because they hard, but they yeah. straighten their hair and they have curly hair and they straighten their hair every single day. See, it's still happening. It's still happening. I, the only thing I, I will say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Amanda. I, I, my mom had the same thing about dyeing mm. her hair. Don't dye it. Don't dye it. And I started going gray when I was seventeen. Mm. So like, I did eventually cover the grays. And so it's I'm trying to match my own hair, yeah. You know, but when yeah. it grows out, it, it the all of the roots are uglier than my hair would have been otherwise. So our mothers aren't wrong, but also I'm so much happier covering the grays. Yeah. So I will say, and my parents, both my parents, my father was like, "You started dyeing your hair, you can't come back from that. Yeah, you can't come back from that." And it's <laughs> yeah. like, I can come back from anything I want. I could shave my head. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, that is one thing. So I. As you know, Amanda, I cut my hair off. Uh, you in had that long, long hair. I had very long hair, and I did a full asymmetrical pixie in 2018. Um, and that was for a curly haired girl. I was terrible because, again, once you get your curls on lock, you're like, it's on lock. I got it. And you couldn't do much. You were like, okay, I'll do like. Um, Layers. <laughs> it's like yeah. every every curly hair. It was like I guess you want layers. It's like yeah, okay, sure, layers. Like it, like you can't style it. Um, oh sure, layers. That'll be layers. different. People yeah. will definitely notice that. Yeah. Once so it's okay. And I did do bangs. So I did when, in 2017. Oh, this is why, which I thought was atrocious, by the way. So this thing happened. I was in LA shooting for something, and the hair the makeup artist decided you're not gonna believe this actually sorry i just unlo- my memory's so bad i lo- unlocked it. <laughs> to i had like i guess i don't remember if i had like a uh you know like a bang you know yeah of course in college when i went to college you had curly hair and then you straightened the bang of course of course but this was like this was like se- seven years eight years later whatever the makeup artist decided to give me a side swept bang he <gasps> cut my hair because I was very like, I don't care. I'm like, do what you want to do. But he didn't ask if he could give me a bang. So yeah. he just cut my hair. And oh, I was like, no. so when I got back to New York, I was like, uh, and I had to go literally get curly hair bangs, which was fine. It was a lot of maintenance, but whatever. It was fine. I didn't stick with them for long, but it was fine. I didn't, I didn't dislike how I looked. I did like how I looked. But I just couldn't. But he should have asked. Right? Can yeah. you believe that? Well, like, at least like, how, no. do you, how do you deal with those after the fact? Like, how do you, like, I mean, that's... Curly-haired bangs are a commitment. Yeah. He just, like, was like, yeah, we're doing it for this. It's like, I, and because, again, when I go inside, I'm like, yeah, do whatever the fuck. I don't care. So I think he was like, sure, I'll cut your fucking hair then. And I was like, that's not, but that's not the thing. And, you know, I have my husband. He was on a, a show as a cop, and he, they cut his hair to look like a greasy cop. So they swooped it back, look good. My, my husband has crazy, weird, long, like, red, very thick hair. Mm. And they cut it. And, like, now when he goes home, he literally looked like he had this, like, weird Karen-looking haircut. 
act because it only made it look good when they styled it the way the, the character looked. But then when he came home, it was a, a travesty. Like it just was like, and he had a mustache. It just looked real creepy, real unfortunate. Um, I do love a redhead. I'll say that. Oh yeah, I have a redhead thing too. <laughs> I, I do love a redhead. I do. Uh, he's do a redhead uh, Jew as well. So he, <gasps> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a combo. Gotta love it. Combo. Gotta love it. Um, but yeah, so I, he had, I understand the set cutting. They're, they're, there to, for the, they're there to make you look good on that moment, not to make you look good forever. And that's what I realized. It's, it's again, like I don't, ne- I don't care really, but like then I had to fit. I literally had to come home and be like, gotta run to the salon. Um, but the reason I did it too was I literally felt like I had why I did the pixies because I felt like I had I had a uh, I guess it was my Saturn's return if you will mm-hmm. wow I had a very tough year and I made a lot of life changes and I was I went to this wonderful salon um, the hairdresser does not work there anymore I don't even think the salon is open anymore but it was in the lower east side so the um, uh, that is actually the neighborhood of my maternal family uh, in terms of coming over and um literally right by like the tenement museum and uh had this great hairdresser and i was like i want a huge change but i so i think i want to cut it all off and she was like we're gonna do it i feel your energy kind of and she cut it all off and it was amazing it felt so good but you want to hear something really wild i had the haircut for like three years or whatever so the pandemic hit and i was like i'm not gonna go back to i don't know if i'm gonna go back to long um but I, I was like, in my head, I said, how am I going to grow this out? I don't know how that's going to happen. Because you'll have to see me, and it will be bad. It will be bad. It was a sexy-ass cut. If I may interject for a moment, the first time I saw Tracy, I was like, wow, this is a woman in her fucking power. Mm. Like, it was like short on the sides there was like a curly like sexy thing happening up here you were like you were ready but i can imagine the different lengths trying to grow it out was intense i i said to myself no one's gonna be able to see me for a year and then no one saw me for a year Mm -hmm. that's why it was so wild i was like oh well now i have to grow it out because i literally can't get a haircut so I'm not going back because, like, the growing out process of that, at least not right now, was so mortifying. I looked like a religious child, if I if I can say that, uh, of my own religion. I don't know. Cancel me, maybe. Cancel me. I don't know. But I looked like a religious little boy going to temple and yeshiva. A religious child is not what I thought you were going to say. I looked like... And I, I, again, this is why I don't do podcasts anymore because I literally, I literally, I, I, I'm always on the, um, behind the scenes now that I'm like, I'm like doing cancel checks while like, and I'm like, will that cancel me? I don't know. But in my head, I'm like, I mean, I was like, that's what I, I said to my mom, I was like, I look like I'm headed to day school. Like I'm going to school. I'm going to, and I went to Hebrew school. I didn't go to a Hebrew day school. I went to a public school, but in Greece, but I was like, it's my own people. I'll say that. 
but I look I like will, a little a little boy, which I is fine. It's pretty legit to, as an adult woman not to want to look like a little boy. Like if you are specifically not going for yeah. that, look, right? I think that's fair. No one can cancel you for not wanting to look like you were on the way to day school. Yes, and I literally was like, I don't like this for me. This is not for me. Like I like it was so so. Um, and not, not we were also like it was it was prime pandemic it was yeah. so you already out. the depression you kind of lucked out pretty well that's what I'm yeah. saying so I, my, I literally said to myself I was like there's no I can never grow this up because how I'll have to get extensions or if someone won't have to see me for a year and then someone didn't and then no one saw me literally for a year and that's the only way I grew it out so now I can't go back yeah, yeah, that's really and so now it's kind of it's kind of shoulder length, right? Yeah, it's more shoulder length, and I did a little bit of like a I did a middle part like Gen Z, and I did a uh, I did like a wavy, a wavy seventy ish I guess type of thing. Uh, it's harder for me to style always and get that on point, but it still looks pretty when I can do it, and if there's not a high humidity, it it, it looks pretty okay, and I do mm-hmm. really like it. The middle part scared me. I have always had a side part. I've always had side But you've got too. a gorgeous symmetrical face. Yeah, I bet the middle part is perfect. Wow, that's wild. Thank you. I don't feel that way about myself. Isn't that? So, isn't that I mean, crazy? I'm looking. I'm looking yeah. at you. When is I crazy. take pictures of like, myself, it's crazy because I, I look like the inverted TikTok filter. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you guys know what I'm talking no. about? Yes, I do. Are you but do, you do, do not look like. But you do not look like that. You do not look like the inverted. <laughs> inverted. What is the inverted TikTok? It's just the way that people see you, and so you see what people see you, and it freaks you out because you don't see reflection of yourself. You see the actual version of yourself in real time, and it's really trippy. If you do it quick yeah. and back and forth, you actually see how not symmetrical your face is. No, thank you. I don't ever. This is why I can't. I can't take on TikTok. I can't take on 2020. I can't take on TikTok. I can't understand how my face is asymmetrical because I already know. You know, like, I got new headshots recently, so I really know right now exactly how asymmetrical mm. it is. Mm. I've really looked, really at, looked it. at it. I want to say I'm really proud of you. I'm pr- are you, are you, Kara, are you on TikTok a lot? I know this uh, is not a TikTok. Yeah. Yes, I am. I'm on TikTok. It's not not a TikTok podcast, honestly. Yeah, I talk I about TikTok all the time because I, I learn so much and I do so much. Mm-hmm. And Kara blew up on TikTok <gasps> talking Wait. about her pregnancy. Okay, okay, God. okay. That's wild. She's I d- famous. Oh, no, I do no. want to... I want to ask you a question, but this is not about hair. So Go for cut it. it. Ask me. I don't want to make you cut anything out. No, it's fine. Please. It has to do work. Okay. We, we talk about everything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's what I thought, but I'm I, again. I'm trying to be very mindful and respect the structure of the podcast. Um, this is an EP. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, am I talking too much? Which is psychotic because I'm the guest. Like I understand yeah. how the, I logically sh- should work, <laughs> but I literally, I, I literally like can't. I, I can't. Okay. So. I saw that, and I heard on Bridges' podcast that you do Reiki. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have started because I'm on I'm on spiritual talk from beyond and all yeah. this stuff, and just because I like I like to hear a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And I'm getting a lot of Reiki masters doing like healing things through the on the on the TikTok on the top. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to know how you I because last night I literally almost. I really found this girl I actually really like, but I don't know if it actually affects me. I just like the vibe. Watching I like her. the energy. And I like watching her, and it does, like, kind of zen me out a little bit. But I want to know, does do you think that is a I, thing? I, I, I mean, their t- if their intentions are good, I think, if their intentions are good to just seriously not just get, like, followers or not to get, like, 
Like, I don't know what the intentions are. I find that to be weird to, to randomly just have, like, a do it. That's not how... I mean, people do Reiki different ways. I don't, I don't understand. But, like, I wouldn't do it that way. Uh, I don't... I feel like if I don't know where I'm directing it... I guess I could direct it to, the, to people who need it, but and then we'll see it. But also still... I, when I see those, I scroll past them. I don't. I don't find them to be as for me, as like oh that that's for me. I feel like this is for me. Um, a lot of times, okay. I don't know. I just it doesn't feel doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel bad, but I don't. I don't feel anything. I guess you could say. Yeah, I think that I had to. This is so weird that I, because I literally was like, I wonder what other, freaky, like I wonder what other people. I know spiritual TikTok has like a lot of its own drama in terms there's of like a lot of weird think. stuff there yeah oh, it's like very crossover with like the anti-vaxxers which is really hard for me well that yeah. is a question that as someone who works on a spiritual podcast that we talk about a lot um because when you when you are looking into things that can so easily slip into conspiracy i think you have to be extremely careful mm-hmm. of what you're doing um because like I have friends that are mediums and stuff and sometimes we'll, we'll talk right and I again I'm in it I'm in it like give it to me I'm if it's not harming anyone I want it like cool right. um and even one of my friends was like telling me about a theory and I was like I think that's rooted in anti-semitism and she's like what and I was like yeah I think that's like that's one that sounds familiar to me in my childhood like I was like that's anti-semitism and she was like I had no idea and I was like yep like like people don't realize that some of the things they're coming from is actually rooted in like yeah true hatred of groups of people and i'm like that's that that's that we got to be careful Mm -hmm. um and like white supremacy so we got to really be careful what we're doing here um like i mean i was even listening to a podcast that i really like um uh supernatural it's from podcasts which with ashley flowers who's like a big um, crime just crime junkie and all of this stuff Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so her part it's all like aliens uh conspiracy data but I was, and I was listening to last night, and I was like, again, you have to be so, like, if you're talking about conspiracy, I just feel like you have to be so, so careful. And that's what you I do. I mean, the, if it's invoking a fear that, like, I don't think, I think when it comes to spirituality, again, like, religion is basically, like, strict religion, you know, is sometimes, like, to, to pe- keep people in control and to kind of fear-base them and to live their life. I find that if you're, going through a fear-based kind of feeling I feel like that's again rooted in power and um, Mm. if you're open to say well there uh, things that ring true with me is when when we're all connected like I I could believe aliens are here sometimes I could believe that Mm -hmm. I don't think they're trying to kill us I think they're not trying I don't think they're I mean I don't know I'm open to it but I'm not like living my life praising a thing that I don't know exists but I do know there's an energy that exists and I know that it's for the good. And when something doesn't feel right to me, when I hear a conspiracy theory, cause I've been like, listen, I listen to those things. I'm like, what do you have? How does that really work? And if it really rings like really untrue, I'm like, this is not, this is fake. This is so fake. And then there's things like, well, you know, for a while there people didn't believe in aliens and now people are believing in aliens because people are seeing more or whatever. Right. UFOs. Right. So like, then that could be like a little like it always didn't not ring true to me, but I was like I don't want to know about it. Now I'm like, okay, I can I can see the aliens being around. So it's like, it's kind of based on how you feel and how open you are and how intuitive you are. Because if you just need to right. be told what to do all the time, then you're gonna believe whatever the fuck. Or you want to be against the the man or the world, and then you're gonna do things to to keep the divide. If that makes any sense. 
I, yes, I think it's so interesting because I think that does make a lot of sense. And I also think I would, in the Bridget podcast of your podcast, mm-hmm. of your, your exact podcast, um, the Bridget episode, you were talking because Amanda was talking about her hair scrunchie that appeared. Oh, yeah. And you said it was like a worm, like a t- maybe a, t- like a worm you, jo- you were joking. <laughs> you were joking. But that is what's that. Is, that is on TikTok. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, and that's coming up. They're they're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Two of is a, yeah, that's going to Bermuda Triangle is a time hole. It's a wormhole. Like that, I'm not. I don't think that's not fake. I don't think that. I think that could be a possibility. I really, really do. I mean, all that stuff seems like, like it's like maybe you know, yeah. like yeah. Like, except when people say Lake Lanier. Is this uh, it's this lake in South Carolina and it was many years ago it was a place where like it was like a black town it was where black yeah. people lived and the like government was like no we want a lake and they flooded the town and a whole bunch of people Jesus. died it's, God, t- it's, it's terrible it's honestly terrible and it's shameful but when people go into that lake a lot of them like people party on that lake. It's like Lake Havasu, yeah, or like you know, it's like that kind of lake where people go to party and fucked up shit happens to them all the time. And and like if somebody invited me to go to that lake, I would be like, absolutely not. Of course, I will not go. You should not go. No one should go. Like I like pick and choose those things that I believe. But some stuff, it's like if thirty people have drowned in the last ten years, like. Let's not go to that lake. Yeah. Seems bad, or like any CIA conspiracy. I believe because I think the American government is like bad news bears for our international friends and for ourselves. But those, when does that become like dangerous to believe? Well, they you know, also like won't. when is that? Well, the CIA did release a. Did you? You must see this on TikTok. Yes, of the course. They released that whole thing, uh-huh. a study about um, that manifestation is can be real, and that we're kind of like in a. Uh, they showed like how to actually manifest and how to like this. We're kind of in a, what do you call it? We're in, we can make our reality, whatever we want to happen. Like they have mm-hmm. scientific, how you do it. There was these steps you go through and, and it's interesting. I never read it, but I've seen so much about it. Um, well, they also, cause they also released an alien one too. Yes. There's an alien one too. And, and the songs, right? They wrote songs. That I didn't hear. They wrote like pop songs. CIA or aliens? No, the CIA. Oh, sorry. I mean, like, we don't know anything about it. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe aliens aliens did. Did did not write any pop songs. Like, I don't want to speak for them. But the CIA did write pop songs. I was also talking to somebody about, oh, God, I wish I remembered who it was. Um, There's a website or a a Twitter account that just says different celebrities who are in the CIA. And it's like, of course, most of them are not true. Yeah. But no. well, that, some of them might be true. That, the thing, I mean, I'm not against that. When it starts to become like Hollywood elite-ish, that's when I get like nervous because I'm like, oh, you're gonna say there's a global like control ring, and like, I want to make something extremely clear. If Jews were running the world, why am I not wealthy? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Where is that? Give yeah. it to me. Very right? yeah, fair. Very fair. Fair. Yeah. Okay. If everyone's in on it and there's three Jews left in the world, give me, give me. I'm not reaping any benefit. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm telling you from my mouth to this pod, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, I know. It I feel like, it, like, 
the way that people think about some of these things, it's like, well, there's a global and it was like, do you think we have the time? We're sitting here still trying to un undo like that we can have curly hair. You think we have the yeah. time? Do you think that there's time? I mean, celebrities <laughs> might have time, but do you think there's time? I mean, I think John Krasinski might be special ops or something. Really? That's an example. Jack Ryan? Think about, I mean, he started out normal and nice for The Office, and then all of a sudden, all he does is movies about, like, murdering Osama bin Laden and having muscles. Well, also he does The Quiet Place. So he's also quiet. I don't. Too quiet because he knows about Because <laughs> he knows about um, But I, yes, I agree. I like, I recently, like, I didn't know that that was, that's not like how I would talk anyway, but I didn't know until recently that like globalist was like uh, a dog whistle yeah. for anti Semitism. Yeah, sorry to and, always like, bring it back to that. <laughs> please. No, well, and like, we had a, we had sorry. somebody come to our office virtually. We were all, we're all working remotely but he came and talked about anti-semitism and like how it manifests in media and how it manifests like in ways you might not know about if you aren't jewish and like he was very funny he did a really good job of like keeping all of us engaged you know like you gotta be funny if you're coming in to Mm -hmm. talk about we we had another woman who came from the moca the museum of chinese americans Mm. and she told us about um like API hate crimes. Right. She was also very funny. People are out there doing the Lord's work and the Lord is giving them comedy. I will tell you. <laughs> they are connecting through joy in some ways. But like, I, it really was so eye-opening because I didn't know that that was even like a, you know, mm-hmm. like I didn't know that yeah. that, I'm just floating through the world with my waspy self not realizing like all of the racism and anti-Semitism that's popping up everywhere. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, a l- I mean, I, I think this, that's why I think this body hair conversation and this body, this hair conversation is so interesting because when you think of like, to be quite honest with you, I'm not, I'm not even as visibly hairy, right? Like, and I was so concerned with like the, like I have like a mole that has like a long dark hair. It's more mm-hmm. like the pubes, the pits, the the happy trail. My sister told me to shave my happy trail when I was like in sixth grade and it's so thick now. Also my nipple hair, extremely thick um, to the point where I'm like, it's just, and I've been in a relationship for so, so long that like, I don't uh, know now how I would be as an adult. Like I started dating him when I was 23, 24 as an adult. If I was in a different sexual experience, uh, with somebody else, how I would feel about my body hair because I'm with somebody that I'm so comfortable with in terms of my body. But I like wonder if all those insecurities come back, like, or if I just would feel older. Like it, the the fact that this is still such an insecurity. The fact that TikTok again, there was a TikTok about a, a gynecologist who showed her discharge, showed her discharge, fully showed her underwear. And so many people were like, thank you. And I know that, like, that's a graphic kind of thing for people. Yeah. But it's like, we don't talk about that. We're not. We never here. talk about it. Discharge to me, like, you don't talk about it. You have a sexual experience if you're um, maybe with, like, a person who has a penis and doesn't understand discharge. And oh, I've been shamed there. for my discharge. I've been shamed by a guy about it, like, because I was so wet. And, like, oh, my God. 
like this getting is what everywhere, I'm about. getting everywhere, and it's just like, God, it's embarrassing. Yeah, like we're shaming ourselves for it, so we're like hiding, mm-hmm. her, like hiding her underwear when we take it off. Like, don't we like cover it up in our pants? <laughs> to people see. When we're, like, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, N- like that. Like you're sitting there. Um, uh, like even like vagina smells. Like when I like uh, when I one of the first. Uh, guys that ever went down there literally said to me in college I was 19 I was 18 my freshman year okay so really really a noob if you will and I didn't have a lot of sexual experiences like that way until I got to college and he said it doesn't doesn't smell like my girlfriend ex-girlfriend <gasps> your your boobs and your vagina your vagina doesn't smell like your ex my ex-girlfriends and I was like well my vagina smells bad well I have a smelly vagina yeah my vagina smells bad and then it wasn't until my next, my college boyfriend was like, you, your vagina's fine. Like, but I was so mortified. And that's how I feel about like hair. Like the, I have very large breasts. And so like, to me to have like thick nipple hair, um, that I have to cut all the time because I used to tweeze it and I used to get ingrown hairs. And my dermatologist mm-hmm. was like, you need to stop tweezing your nipple hairs. Um, I still don't feel sexy, and I'm with a man who has seen, who has literally seen me in the gutters and the depths. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still like, oh no, my nipple hair. And he doesn't even fucking see. He doesn't see shit. He's no. not seeing that. He's he's like, and we're having I'll sex. You, cool. Yeah, like that's and as somebody who's been as long as you've been in a relationship, I've been single. You know, like mm-hmm. I've been so single for so long, and like it starts out very much with that. Like I've had so much body shame and like I I still like I still fully wax but now I do it because I like how it looks yeah. and I don't get yeast infections if I wax mm, and that's huge. a huge bonus for me yeah. um but like I have gone through so much shame about it and so much anxiety and like I still keep it pretty tight like I I tweeze my nipple hairs and when they are ingrown I exfoliate and then and like it's a it's a whole fucking process yes. it's not like a one and done situation um but like the older that you get the more you realize men don't care like it's not like oh they'll they'll like not whatever they don't care they're happy to be with you their bodies are all different mm-hmm. and like they have their own insecurities about them and so you just have to like when I'm with somebody intimately, I'm like, you got to take those insecurities and they have to go outside the room. Mm-hmm. They'll be there when you get back. But like, wow, there's great. no way to enjoy yourself exactly. if you're Very, like thinking about yourself. Today. And you're going to like, why would I be like, oh, here's a thing that I'm insecure about to the person who is attracted to me? Like, why would I make them feel dumb for liking a thing about me yeah, that that's I don't great. You know, but it's an evolution. It takes truly forever and it's like something I struggle with to this day and I I would hope that I would feel that like I would have grown and and feel so comfortable with myself as a mid in my mid 30s that like if I wasn't a different sexual and there's all this other sexual baggage whatever um and as a as a queer person who again didn't know that bisexuality was a thing in college I mean this was early on so we weren't talking about bisexuality and I went to a school where it was like gay like gays it was like okay we're fine you know it was like like I came home from college and someone was like did you have your lesbian experience yet and I was like no like that's what like the school like I didn't realize that I was gay even you know the whole like because I didn't understand that you could I was like oh I'm attracted to men so of course I'm not 
I can only be the one thing. I can't be mm-hmm. the middle. There's no middle. There's no like, or I like it all. So there's also that where it's like, oh, like being with a woman to me, um, I guess being with anyone who's not a cishet male, I should say, um, feels like I would, I would feel so much less worried about it. Really? Mm. I want to impress other, like men, I think, like I like men, they're great. I'm generally only attracted to men, but like. I feel like they don't notice anything and everybody else does notice. Like, I would be more nervous to hook yeah, up with, sense. like, like, and I don't want to put that on you. That's something no, that I, mean, I feel. The plan is to not, I mean, the plan as of right now, the, what we've mm-hmm. decided for our for our own relationship right now is how we are monogamous. I mean, you, you know, mm-hmm. we are, we, we do, we're not like, we're monogamous for, and we know it'll be that way forever, but that is the plan. Um but that is really interesting. Oh my! So what you're saying is how I think about everything is wrong, uh, and in a good way, in a helpful way, <laughs> it d- in a helpful. And it, it's just different. Yeah. I just think because like, men don't notice anything. They don't notice anything. They're so happy, and they notice some things, and then you're like, they noticed that thing. Wow. But like they don't. The bad stuff that you think is so bad and so obvious and such a like, like I thought of myself as somebody who was not attractive to men for so long. The the primary people I want to sleep with I was like they're mm-hmm. not going to be into this and then I started sleeping with them and was like that was dumb they don't care about any of these things yeah the red flags that they, the things they actually care about are how scared you are of how much they're going to hurt you and like these other things that like will eventually chase them away but it's not they don't care about your happy trail they don't care if your leg hair is grown out they don't they just don't care. like they appreciate it if you do a little something different yeah but like they appreciate the difference yeah. you know yeah that's so, I mean, it's, again, like, I was always, like, it's because I've only been with someone since, I think the problem is, I, there's a reality into which I feel stunted. I stopped having sex with anybody else at 23, so I feel very stunted in my experience, uh, like, I grew, I grew with one person, so I don't feel like I'm, like, still 23, but I feel like that, like, I'm thinking about it like, oh, well, match just that way versus like, no, most men are going to be fine with whatever you kind of, you know. I mean, I did make a choice, though, in college, again, as a woman's sex matter. I did not like having all my pubes shaved off. I felt like a child. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I refuse. This this feels odd to me personally. No, no judge if that's your thing. None at all. But I was like, I have pubic hair. I will groom it. You will deal with it. I was the person who, in college, open closet, and I wore only maxi pads at the time. I didn't get to tampons yet. Had full overnight Costco maxi pads <gasps> on display. And oh. the guys would come in, and I would go, I have a period. If you want to touch it, you better fucking be fine with those. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I was asking guys for STD tests before I gave them a blowjob or had sex with them. I do not care. So I was still very like, and with pubic hair, I was like, and I've never, I've never gotten waxed down there. Cause I'm like, this is way, this seems way too painful. But the butt hair of it all is another thing that I, cause shaving your crack in high school. And again, hairy, 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 thick hair. Like, yeah, I was have like, you shaved your butt crack? Shaved my butt crack. You're really? very flexible. I'm really impressed. I can't do I'm, it now. I get that you could ever do it. I'm in awe. Fully shaved my ass crack. 
Wow. Bye. Okay, bye. Another flex. Yeah. Best hair at camp. Fully shaved ass, ass crack. crack. Love it. This woman. Did has neither of you? Did neither of you ever shave your ass crack? I have. You did, so. I've See? never shaved it. I have. Oh, I, have, I have. Like, really bad ingrown hairs. Like, mm. it, there's a whole situation. Like, there's just. When I started waxing, I was like, that's it. Only professionals from now on. Kara has waxed me before also. Yes. So professionals and Kara <laughs> um, were very close. Great, but wonderful. getting that ass crack waxed, I can't recommend it enough. I cannot recommend it enough. I do not allow anybody back there. That's not for anybody, but it is for mm. me. And it's the, the waxing is the least painful wax I've ever gotten. Because it's like... Oh, it's not. Yeah. This is... I mean... Care, you guys know I don't care for this sort of talk, but yes, the the ass crack gets the most um, action. I understand from, what you're saying. You know, yeah, you're you're, you're cleaning your biz back yeah. there yeah. more more frequently, yeah. and so the waxing is not that painful because the skin is not that sensitive. That is really interesting. Yeah, I've had a wax. Are, it doesn't. I've had a wax and lasered, and it's not that bad. Something about someone looking at my my butthole like in the light of day kind of without any like I know there's a monetary gain like a monetary transaction but like I just can't I can't get there like somebody waxing me and, and seeing oh. my hole that's what I mean sorry somebody like waxing me and seeing my hole I like can't it's so clinical though like it's so like they have seen a mil. They they've been around the world, you know. Like they've seen it all. Mm. They don't care. I also care. As Kara knows, as the furries know, I don't like to have a relationship with a waxer. I like a different waxer every time. Yeah. I can't stand the intimacy of that. <gasps> um, Can you and you so, request a? Di- do you go to different places? I don't places? request. Like if it ends up being the same person, fine. But I go to European Wax Center and European Wax Center. We'd love to partner. We'd die to partner. Um, but they. They, I'll just like make an appointment when it's convenient for me and it's almost never the same person yeah mm-hmm. like it just works out that way if it does happen to be the same person fine but like if you go once or twice to somebody they don't remember you it's if you go like yeah, it's a lot of holes every time yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of holes they're seeing holes nonstop. they're waxing everything under the sun they're waxing scrotums they're waxing yeah they're waxing everything. all kinds of stuff so, like, they don't care. And the butt goes so fast because it's, like, one strip, wax, one strip, wax, one strip, wax, and it's done. So, wait. Okay. So, just so I understand. This is actually really interesting to me. So, you're talking about a cheek? A cheek? Uh, a I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking inside. about inside. There's three strips. Because they're not going to just put all the wax in, in like, your hole. No. What if it goes in yeah, your they're butt not gonna, hole? Like, yeah. They're not going to close up your butthole with wax. So, they... <laughs> You, there are a bunch of different ways you can do it, but I think my favorite way is when you lay on your back and you pull your, you tuck your knees up to yourself. So then they've got really good access back there. And then they do, they've got the cheek. The cheeks are open. Okay. So they're doing like just inside the cheek, just inside the cheek, wax, wax, and then like kind of the middle and wax. And like, Interesting. I, I have had my, I've gone full Brazilian for years and there are so many parts that hurt. The lips hurt. The top hurts. Yeah. The sides oh, sometimes God, yeah. hurt depending. But like the when the reason they do the butt last is because by the time they get to the butt, you're like, oh, thank God. We can just relax. Yeah, because you're already. That's not going to hurt. Because I do find the butt to be just a little more. In, just it, it's very it's very vulnerable. You're like just. 
for me, I don't, I don't do the tucking the knees. For them, they're just like, sit, <laughs> spread your butt cheeks apart. Go for it. That's the one I hate the most. Hate Sometimes they'll be like, flip over, face down, and hold <gasps> your butt cheeks open. And that one's the worst, I think. Yeah, because of, of, like, you're, like, it's really, like, here's my hole. Yeah. It's really vulnerable, and you're, like, on your stomach, and, like, I don't know. I don't ever really want to just hold my cheeks open in that mm. way. Yeah, it is, all, it is very vulnerable and very, like, well, this is it. If I die... It's going to be like looking like this in my ass. If I die, if Mount Vesuvius erupts in this moment, they'll find me petrified mm-hmm. in ash, ash with my ass cheeks spread, spread over right. by my own hands. Wow. Yeah. That's and then there's the third way that's most commonly depicted in pop culture, but least commonly done in my experience, which is where you go on all fours and kind of, kind of doggy style it. And then they wow. go back like that. I think I've only had that once. This is all really interesting to me. I've never, I've truly have never, I said, I right away I was like, no, no. I would maybe get lasered. Like, lasered is a whole different thing. But I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Well, I'm telling you right now, uh, after having a baby, like, I don't have anything manicured. Like, I'm full bush right now. And, um, of course, that's just what my husband's going to do with. Like, I don't care anymore. Like I, my, cause I have a happy trail too. That's nice and thick. And I was used mm-hmm. to be really good at plucking it. But then when my stomach grew and I couldn't see the bottom of it. And then when it flattened, you flattened, now you're like, Oh, okay. Well that's, that's a lot of hair there. But I'm like, I forget. I don't, I used to be so on it, like plucking it all the time. Now I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, I haven't been there for two months. Oh, look. I, I, so I shave mine. That is one thing I do do, mm-hmm. which is not always, it's not great. I do think what with pregnancy, cause I've heard from other people like, even the most like prim and proper people that I know were like once the bait my husband saw me it was all all the fluids it was all the poop it was all the hair like it was this and I'm like good like we're in this together bro like yeah. this is a t- if I if, if it's got to be my body then you're gonna be trimming you're gonna be wiping yeah. you're gonna be cleaning I don't give a shit oh, yeah <laughs> yeah he actually saw the inside of me because I got a C-section and he accidentally looked inside of my body. So he sees me inside and out. He's like, he's like, he looked over and he goes, oh my God. It reminded me, it like literally looked like Saving Private Ryan. Like I looked like I was in a war scene. He saw inside of my viscera. He <laughs> saw everything. Well, this is what I'm And saying. isn't that a nice way of saying the inside of you looks like a celebrity? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It looks like a very popular movie with a lot of hot guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have never seen Saving Private Ryan, so I'm just—it's probably a very horribly it's sad. Very, it's very—it's gr- a war movie. I don't watch it either, but it's like you see insides, you see organs, you see everything fall out. Because I mean, my organs were outside of my body at a point when they were taking the baby out, so that you get to see. <laughs> yeah, that's why people are like mm, pregnancy. I'm like, you mean when someone's organs could be outside of their body? Like, it's a deal. It's, it is a deal. It's a whole deal. Pregnancy, you can't you can't fuck around with pre- like pregnancy is so hard. As somebody who's never been pregnant, uh, <laughs> pregnancy is so hard, and delivery has so many variables. It's so it's many just variables. Like, like I would love to have babies someday, and if I don't have them, at, at least I'm not gonna shit in a room full of people. You know, like there's there's upsides and downsides to everything. Yeah. Yep. It was wow. it was magical. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, what is funny is that they will cut you in half and then expect you to take care of a kid right away when you <laughs> can barely like stand up. So it's mm. fun. Yeah, they're like oh, yeah. you can't lift anything over two pounds. Yeah. But also, here's this baby. Good luck Goodbye. putting it in and out of we, its crib. We don't give you any type of postnatal care. Bye. 
We're not going to help you. Six weeks later, six weeks after major fucking surgery is the first time they see you, right? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. gotta love the American healthcare system. There's so just something good. about it. It just is There's great. something about it. So pro-mother. So. So pro-human. Oh, it's so just, pro-human. But once they're out, fuck it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't care. So wild. So, so wild. Woo! Mm-hmm. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> all that to say, Tracy, where can our furries find you? Um. So, I... Uh, deleted Twitter, so not there. Uh, I used TikTok, wow. but mentally healthy. Nope. Uh, and my Instagram is private. Uh, oh, okay, great. I literally in the pandemic was like, what if nobody knows anything? Uh, would it be good for my career? Probably not. But I. I mean, but you're like. You're like in a good way, the Phantom of the Opera. You're going behind the scenes. You're bringing people to a place they didn't know mm-mm, they could go. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I. I am yes, so I I am uh, Tracy Zorn on Instagram, but I underscore in the middle. But you know, if anyone cares, but I am private. You um, can ask to follow, also, but you might not get to, babes. Yes. What's your podcast? Give your podcast out. Oh yes, yeah. so I am an executive producer at the Forever Dog Podcast Network. So you can uh, check out pods there. We have a ton of podcasts to listen to, and I also am the uh, producer and director of uh, a podcast called Beyond with Mike Kelton, which is a spiritual docuseries podcast um, that we are working on a new season of. Um, being a docuseries and trying to do that during a, a global pandemic caused us to have a bit of a hiatus. So, because um, uh, we couldn't go outside to injure anyone. Um, so we are working on our new season now. So listen to the past two seasons. I'm going to Ooh, download it right now. Yourselves. I'm downloading I'm looking for it right now because I want to listen to that. Kara's literally downloading it right, right now. now. It is a. It is one of the products I've most loved in my entire life. So, Aww. Uh, but thank you both for having me. Um, I will be immediately leaving this conversation and be like, "Did I say anything wrong? No. Am I bad? This you are you were perfection. Wow, you were this- our first guest in fifteen episodes, yeah. I think. Had- and wow. so we're leaving this being like, "Did do we remember how to? How talk do we do?" How did we do? Like, no, we're all... Wonderful. Wonderful and, and great. And you, the same. Yeah. It was so lovely. Lovely, lovely, Thank lovely. You. Thank you. Thank so you so much. much. Thank you so, so much. Okay, so bye, furries. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing out the pod.